Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. There might be some doors that look like they'll never open. But I want you to confront those closed doors, and I want you to begin to declare the word of the Lord. And the word of the Lord is God is sending rain, 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 rain in a good sense, an outpouring of the Spirit of God. Not destructive rain, but rain in a good sense. Good morning, this is Pastor Brad Morgan, and I want to just speak with you uh, this day about uh, the subject of the abundance of rain. Over uh, around 19 years ago, God gave me a word, and it was from 1 Kings uh, chapter 18, and uh, it was a word that Elijah gave, and he, he said, I hear the sound of an abundance of rain. And in the area where we live at, God began to speak to me, that he was sending rain on that area. He was sending rain on churches, and he was sending a baptism of the love of God. And, and I know there's he's shown me that there's other components to this rain. And, and part of the mandates, uh, mandate of our church is to communicate the message of the abundance of rain to the region, state, nation, and world. We've seen progress. We've seen progress with this word, but I know that God wants to bring more progress and more uh, confirmation that this truly is a word from the Lord. And um, another thing that's part of this uh, mandate is there's a call on, on my life to help people to hear God and then do what he says. Now, in March of 2008, our our church received a prophetic word was that there was a grace on our body to defeat debt, and, and that word was repeated, I think, about seven or eight times: defeat debt, defeat debt, defeat debt, defeat debt. As a result of that word. We, I began taking up an offering in, in that same year. Actually, that, that day we started to help the members with debt. And uh, the definition of debt is something typically money that is owed or due, or due. We've seen tremendous progress in our body in destroying debt destroying debt in people's personal lives. But we not only want to destroy debt, we do want to do that, but we also want to establish wealth, and we want to establish streams of income. Now, Romans 13.8 says, Owe no one anything except to love one another, for he who loves another has fulfilled the law. So the only debt that we're to have is the debt of love. Now, the wonderful thing is that 
uh, in Galatians 3, it says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law that the blessings of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through faith. Now, the blessings of Abraham, one component of the blessing is financial provision because it said said of Abraham that he was very rich. He was a very rich man and very rich in provision. So, so we believe that there's a grace to defeat this debt. Now, grace is an undeserved favor, so we believe there's favor to defeat the debt, but grace is also the desire and the ability to do God's will. And I want to tell you something. To defeat debt, there has to begin to come a strong desire on the inside of you that you would owe no man anything except to love them. Now, we know that's positionally true. Once we make a decision that we're going to live a debt-free life, positionally, God sees us as out of debt. But we, we don't just want the position, but we want and we're believing for the manifestation. Now, Isaiah 43, 18 through 19 says, Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Shall you not know it? God says, I want to do a new thing. I want to do a new thing in your life. I want to do a new thing in your life this year. I want you to know it. So how are we going to know it? We're going to know it, first of all, on the inside. Because the Bible says all who are led by the Spirit are the sons of God. So it's as we're led on the inside by the inward witness. And he says, shall you not know it? That means we could not know it. But if we're sensitive to God, we will know it. And he says, I'm going to make a road in your wilderness. Now, the wilderness was a place where they just had enough sustenance day by day. They had to depend on a miracle every day to get them to the next day. But he says, I don't just want you to walk in the wilderness to continue to wander in the wilderness, but I want to make a road. So in your wilderness, in your wilderness, I'm going to make it as a defining moment, and I'm going to lead you out of that wilderness, and it's going to be a road for you, and you're going to be led out through faith and patience, but it's also going to be a road for other people. And then he says, I'm going to bring you rivers in the desert, in the dry places where it's been dry. God said, I'm going to give you rivers. I'm going to rain down the Spirit of God. Now let's look at 1 Kings 18, 41 through 46, starting in verse 41. Then Elijah said to Ahab, go up, eat and drink, for there is the sound of abundance of rain. So Ahab went up to eat and drink, and Elijah went up to the top of Carmel. Then he bowed down on the ground and put his face beneath his knees. Now see, the leaders not doing anything to bring this about. You just go ahead and eat and drink and do what you normally do. But I'm going to cause a change. I'm going to cause a change. And so uh, he bowed down on the ground and put his face between beneath his knees in prayer. 
Now James 5:17 through 18 says Elijah was a man with a nature like ours. He prayed earnestly that it would not rain and it did not rain on the land for three years and six months. And he prayed again and the heaven gave rain and the earth produced its fruit. Now it's very interesting. The first time it says he prayed earnestly. But if you go to 1 Kings 17, you find out that Elijah showed up on the scene and he declared that there wouldn't be rain. Now this praying earnestly could mean a couple things. It could mean that he prayed before he ever showed up, and which I'm sure he did, and God gave him a word, and out of that word came a declaration. But the other thing it can mean is a type of prayer is declaration. You hear a word, you hear something from the Lord, and you begin to hear it, you begin to speak it, and as you speak it, it begins to be established in the earth. And he said, there won't be any rain except at my word. Now, the Israelites worshiped Baal, which was the god of the weather. But he, he, he was saying, now there's a new sheriff in town. And I believe in this hour that God is raising up a people. And these people are going to be people that are going to begin to learn how to hear from heaven and as they hear from heaven, they're going to decree what the will of the Lord is on the earth. And, uh, and it says then in verse 18, and he prayed again, and he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain and the earth produced its fruit. He prayed again. And so this is where we're at in 1 Kings chapter 18. He's praying again. It says he prayed again and the heaven gave rain and the earth produced its fruit. So now you begin to have seasons. You begin to have seed time and harvest. The delay is broken. The drought is broken. So we go in verse 43 and said to his servant, go up now, look towards the sea. So he went up and looked and said, there is nothing. And seven times he said, go again. And so the servant told him, hey, there's nothing, there's no rain. But I want to tell you something, he was a servant. But in the New Testament, we're not called just to be servants, although we are called to be servants. Paul said in his letters that he was a bondservant of the Lord Jesus. But we're not only servants, we're sons. We're sons. And sons is relationship. See, it's out of relationship that God will speak things to you. Jeremiah 33, 3, call unto me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. Call, make a demand unto me and I'm going to show you mighty things, hidden things. So he, he told him, go up now. Hebrews 11 says, now faith is. See, faith is now. Faith is not the future. Faith is now. Seven is the number of fulfillment. Seven is the number of completion. And his servant kept coming back and saying, there's nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing. And so Elijah didn't listen to this report but he began to confront the unbelief, and he began to confront this closed door. And I want to challenge you today. There might be some doors that have been closed a while. There might be some doors that look like they'll never open, 
but I want you to confront those closed doors, and I want you to begin to declare the word of the Lord. And the word of the Lord is God is sending rain, 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 rain in a good sense, an outpouring of the Spirit of God, not destructive rain, but rain in a good sense. But also, he is sending a destruction against the powers of the devil, against the Jezebel spirit that's tried to hinder the move of the Spirit of God. So Elijah had to confront the unbelief and the disqualification. The disqualification. In other words, what you've heard is not from the Lord. This this is just something that you've made up. So he had to confront That disqualification, you know, Ahab told him, you're the one that troubles all of Israel. And he said, I'm not the troubler of Israel, but you are the troubler of Israel. I tell you what, when the enemy accuses us, when he accuses us in our head, we have to speak to that enemy and we have to tell the enemy that the devil is a liar. He said, go again, go again, go again. I want to encourage you. Maybe it's not worked. Maybe it's it's been hindered, but this is a new season. Go again. Ask, seek, and knock. Then it came to pass the seventh time. Then it came to pass. I want to tell you something. We're in a season where things are going to come to pass. The word of the Lord is going to come to pass. God's will in your life is going to come to pass. Those prodigals are going to come home. Your body is going to receive the healing you need. The blessing of the Lord that makes rich and he adds no sorrow is going to begin to work and function in your life. The generational blessing is going to function in your life instead of the generational curse. And so it came to pass the seventh time that he said there is a cloud as small as a man's hand rising up to the sea. Go up, say to Ahab, prepare your heart and go down before the rain stops you. So he began to say to Ahab, Ahab is represents of the Jezebel spirit. Of course, it was in passivity. He was run by his wife, but there was a Jezebel spirit operating, and he did not allow that Jezebel spirit to control to him, but he began to dictate to that Jezebel spirit, this is what God says. In Exodus 40, 34 through 37, then the cloud covered the tabernacle of meeting and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle and Moses was not able to enter the tabernacle of meeting because the cloud rested above it and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. Whenever the cloud was taken up above the tabernacle, the children of Israel would go onward in all their journeys. But if the cloud was not taken up, then they did not journey till the day it was taken up. You know, we have to be sensitive. When God is moving, we have to be sensitive to move with God. And he said there is a cloud as small as a man's hand. Of course, that has to do with five, which has to do with the fivefold ministry, but five also has to do with the grace of God. And this cloud is small. It's not something big. Do not despise the day of small beginnings. You might be in a season where it doesn't look like much, but God says don't despise those small beginnings. That cloud 
that cloud that's small as a man's hand shows you that a downpour of rain is coming, a downpour of the blessing of the Lord is coming. He told him to prepare, to prepare, to make ourselves ready for the new that I am pouring out on you. Make yourself ready. God says, I hear the sound of an abundance of rain, and it's raining. I am sending a healing rain to your life, to your family, to those things that you're believing for. I'm sending a healing rain, and I'm sending a baptism of the love of God, and this rain is going to dry away the tears, dry away the grief, and I'm going to pour fresh oil on your life, and I'm going to pour a new joy and a new vigor and a new strength in you this day. Father, we thank you for the word today, Lord. We thank you, and we receive it, and we choose to walk in it. We choose to walk in the Word of God today, and we thank you for the abundance of rain. We thank you for the downpour, the downpour of blessing that you are pouring out, Lord, to people that are listening today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, this is Pastor Brad Morgan. It was good being with you today. I hope you enjoyed the message. I would like to encourage you to visit our website at newlifebeginningschurch.com. That's newlifebeginningschurch.com. There's a secure site there where you can sow into this ministry. If you would like to sow by mail, our address is New Life Beginnings Church, P.O. Box 203, Patterson, Texas, 77466. If you do not have a church home, I want to invite you to come visit ours. Our Sunday service is at 1030. The church address is 5609. FM 359 North, Brookshire, Texas, 77423. We offer child care for the four-year-olds and younger. We also offer children's church for the five-year-olds up to fifth grade twice a month. On Wednesday nights, we reach out to the kids in the Brookshire, Patterson area. We have service and classes that start at 7 p.m. If you have prayer requests or would like to speak with us, our church phone number is 281 802-8094. You can contact me by email at bmorgan542 at gmail.com. That's bmorgan542 at gmail.com. This program is sponsored by New Life Beginnings Church. And again, this is Pastor Brad Morgan. And would like to remind you the best is yet to come. We love you and thanks for listening. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.